Hello and welcome to When Will It End? Yes, it's uh, the movie podcast. We watch the movie and we are doing... Um, there's a famous, maybe one of the most famous Bostonians, I would say. He's probably up there, right? Let's go down the list. Mark Wahlberg. What are you talking about? Big Poppy. <laughs> He's good. He's a beloved Bostonian. Um, who, who else is who big Bostonian? I said Mark Wahlberg, right? Spider-Man, of course, because he's saving Boston from crime, and he's swinging around the MBTA in this movie. Hey, I knew the... I, you hear about what happened on the Orange Line? Mm-mm. There's a fire on the Orange Line. woman jumped into the river, and they said, do you want any help? She said, no, nah, I'm fine. I just left. I don't, is this real? Yeah, that really happened. And you're like, I wish... You know, if Spider-Man was real and protected Boston like he does in the movies... Mm-hmm. Then that, that lady cool. would never have needed to jump into the. She she would have been probably uh, webbed. I'm guessing, based on his mo in, in these movies. Would she have already been set on fire though? Well, I think it was more the train getting set on fire. Then she was like, you know what? And I want to say this in her support. Uh, you set something on fire. You better believe I'm probably going to get out of it. Unlike Spider Man. Well, Spider Man do be running into fires he likes the fire buildings yeah he didn't learn his lesson from the first movie i know i'm getting a little ahead of myself but i do hope that spider-man 3 has a fire building so far that's been like other than him not coming um that's really been the only two threads that have stayed consistent for me it's about how the new york you're, you're so quiet i'm like looking at this and like just look how much quiet oh wow yeah okay so maybe produce the show a little bit and either talk louder yeah. Or turn yourself up. I'm going to turn myself up. Okay, yeah, cuz it's quite it's quite a discrepancy. Okay, this is why I grouse about it before we sit down. Yeah. Cuz it, it's got to sound good. Well, let me check it now. See, now it looks more equitable. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. And the listeners are loving it. That's the most important part. That the listeners oh, yeah. are loving it. No, the through line for me is that Mets fans are the greatest of all New Yorkers. That's the takeaway for me cuz in the yeah. first movie when they're all whipping trash at Green Goblin, and they're like, hey, you mess with one of us, capiche, you mess with all of us. It's a guy in a Mets hat. And this movie, when sweet, sweet Toby is laid down in a Christ-like situation by the New Yorkers, on uh, by the Bostonians on the Wait, train. Christ the died on a subway? He, he died on the MBTA. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. At the Chestnut Hill stop. I wasn't really into By Boston College. Christ, but so much more relatable now, his story. Yeah. Sorry, her when, story. When I think of my favorite christians superman's up there but spider-man he's number one what about me now I what would why why would now what well changed? i just told you because i um <clears throat> because he died on a subway yeah the mbta in boston i've ridden on a subway in boston i felt like i could now i'm primed the mets fan in this movie he'd be like <laughs> and, and hey, his did, face is did i get perfect. this you, you tell the listeners who fucking he's just a kid he's like my son no, it's way weirder. The line's like, "Yeah, forsooth he be if the same age as my son or something." It's like, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a can, like not a not a smooth, like a chunky out of a can, not smooth like a bis. Did you look pop. at this? Is this Feig's first? Uh, Marvel I couldn't movie? figure that out. I couldn't tell if it was for okay. two point one or not. We watched the oh, extended version, I see, which came out in two thousand seven, I believe. But this we we watched. Uh, let's just come clean for the listeners. We actually watched Spider Man two point one. I know. So if that fucks your shit up, I get it. I know. This is a pure podcast. And Charles, for this, I think for the benefit of uh, showing respect and not contempt for the listeners, if you felt like someone had to take responsibility. 
for us watching 2.1 as opposed to 2. Oh my god. Who do, this is who, ridiculous. Who would I, in your this from your vantage fucking point fucking ridiculous. From your vantage point, who would you say So um the person that is the only person doing anything for the podcast is in trouble uh, because the only person doing anything I so can the only watch the movie and now we're talking about it so I think that's two things I'm doing for the podcast. Meanwhile, uh who among us Okay, here's okay. If someone was to take the blame for the 2.1 fiasco, because it's nothing short of a fiasco, this is fucking ridiculous. How about okay? From uh, I'll take the blame this time. There we go. It's his fault. But you, it's your fault. Can it's um, your fault. pirate movies next time? I'd rather not. No, I'd yeah. rather not. I think we'll just. It broke my hard time. drive. I was yeah. sa- I was saving this story for the podcast because it's so fun and interesting. Remember, is it the Godfather? He goes, you broke my heart, Fredo. I want to say I don't that... know if that happened. Someone, I don't know, but like you're the like, little you guy, bro- you From... broke my hard drive. The little guy, and instead of Fredo, it's bit torrenting or something. Huh. So this is the Godfather. You broke my heart. You come to me on the day think... of our podcast record, and you tell me my terabyte of fucking Japanese horror <laughs> films is wiped. It was hentai, but yeah. (laughs) I liked it um, in, which, was it in Riddick where you just were like, crap? You just kept saying crap? I do it in all the movies. I do it in all the movies. I like to throw in one crap. Well, this was nights where you imagined uh, Melina as... No, no, this is Harry Osborn after the, the, he goes, crap. I I added my crap in after the demonstration goes awry. I was just saying, in the same spirit of you just sort of throwing in a crap every now and again to make it funny, as a little catchphrase for a character who doesn't say crap. Your insistence that Doc Ock was played by um, Pacino yeah. uh, was quite amusing. I'm Dr. Octopus! It's my wife! My beautiful wife! Uh, let's just give a tip of the hat to the real star of this film, Women Screaming. Woo. Raimi was like, I want these broads screaming There's from so scene many. one to end credits. I want him screaming as loud as I can. Wait, is this Al as... No, this uh, is Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. He talks. He's like, I want all the ladies screaming and yelling because crazy stuff is happening in Boston. Yeah. Oh, that's why. I thought it was New York. No, that's a common misconception. Oh. They, this is actually... Oh. So... Uh, when, he says, when he says Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, he's talking about Which JP. Alston? Alston. Yeah. Uh, Everywhere. Dorchester. Good. Roxbury. Good. Roslindale. Rosie. Yeah. South. Does he ever go north of the river? The. You ever go to Cambridge or. Uh, weirdly, Somerville? I don't know if you know this, but um, when Stan Lee and Stan Ditko first conceptualized Peter Parker, he lived in Drakeit, Massachusetts, which is a suburb wow. of Lowell. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> rough for him. It I can understand why he'd need an output, outlet. Yeah. Shot put. Are you doing like a, something like a slam poem over there? <laughs> yeah. Where are we? Back at uh, college we went yeah, to? sure. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, I understand it. If I would rather go to JP Porch Fest than Somerville Porch Fest. Oh, no. I've been saying that shit for years. So, yeah, I totally understand why he's a, a Southern Bostonian. Hey, listeners, sound off in the comments. Uh, but he doesn't go to the South Shore. Uh, what's your favorite uh, porch fast fast it's just two words combined together in a portmanteau yeah, but I, th- I think it's a portmanteau yeah um a uh, suitcase for words i feel like there's a joke in portmanteau open the suitcase mm, or there's a joke in there what's the suitcase part well that's what the word portmanteau means what it's a, it's a type of suitcase oh my god i just it, it did not register that suitcase literally means suitcase until right now i'm 32 <laughs> and i just realized that suitcase oh, means for- like a case for your suit 
That's fucking insane that those old dudes would put their suits in a suitcase. No, that makes sense. What do you mean? I thought you'd get your like butler to carry them more dr- dr- like delicately. Not everyone has a butler, dude. Not, we're not all like you uh, grew up rich in, in Maine with your rich family and your rich house. What's his name? Bernard in this butler. one? The guy with the giant ears? Yeah, Bernard, uh, Harry Osborne's butler do be sounding like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I feel like in the, in the scheme of things, there have been a lot of butlers in the MCU and DCEU. Yeah. Um, Iron Man's butler. Iron Man's got a butler. What's Jarvis. His, the cheeseburger guy. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Jarvis is the butler who's a robot. Right, but who's cheeseburger guy? John Favreau is like... He's basically a butler. He's like dipshit. He's basically butler. Dipshit. No, it's like Lucky, right? Or he has some annoying-ass yeah, dog Lucky, name. He's got like Spots. Yeah. Spot. Hero. Champ. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to... Are we watching... I, I saw fucking them. love it when the movie where, where uh, when Iron Man daughter is like, Daddy dead. And he goes, we did the cheeseburger. Your dad loved the fucking cheeseburger. We did the cheeseburger. I had to bring Kleenexes. Yeah, you were coming so much. It was just... So in this movie, it's a psychosexual drama about a young man who wants that which most he can't have. Yay, I speak of Mary Jane Watson, that Mm. redhead next door in Boston. Yeah, which... So, oh, she's in Somerville. Yeah, she's she vibes Somerville, and he can't cross the Charles. Yeah, and uh, listener, we mean the river. I actually don't know that he could cross the Charles. I don't know if there's anything like tall enough for him to web over. Boston's tiny. Boston's so strange. I don't know like, that this would work in Boston. The Charles is is so lovely if you're like immediately on top of it, and mm-hmm. basically sucks if you're anywhere else in relation to, especially it. in it. Yeah. Yeah, don't go in it's there. It's disgusting. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, the, the riverfront on the MIT side is nice. The, the riverfront on the whatever that weird fucking space is where that mass spike just deposits you into the Doubletree mm-hmm. Hotel parking lot. Yeah. Boston fucking sucks, you which is why I like there. this movie because it gets fucked up. It is New York. Pardon? It is. I'm pretty confident it's Boston because I, 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 I saw the Prue. You want to watch it again? Because yeah. I, I, I saw the Prue in one of the shots. I was like, hey, it's the fucking pro. No, I think it was just the aspect ratio was a little fucked up. Hua. Hua? Yeah. So yeah, this movie, um I you know, I came in strong last episode, not really vibing with what Raimi was dishing out. It felt a little weird. It was looted out. It was annoying, I found it. It didn't quite hit me. I was, hey, we're talking about Spider Man too, but right, so Raimi. I'm saying I'm in the same way that a sequel might have a little, you know, last time on Spider-Man, which is basically opening credits was just the last time on Spider-Man. I'm sort of dishing my previous comments out for our listeners, letting them know, ooh, Charles didn't really like the first one. What's going to happen this episode? No one, no ooh, one Ooh, Charles didn't really like the last one. Do you think it's people just like tearing their hair out, being like, what's, what's he going to say about Spider-Man what's 2? What's he going to say about Spider-Man? I mean, I hope so. And again, like, I, you know... We know this movie because we're nerds, but a lot of people don't even know that there was a Spider-Man. I know, they th- was, and certainly not a 2.1. They're like, I'm sorry, a Spider-Man? Uh, I'm trying to play sports ball right now. <laughs> I don't, uh, this is so nerdy yeah. and rando. It's true. Um, but there was a Spider-Man 2, there was a Spider-Man 3, there was a Spider-Man ama- Amazing. And a Spider-Man... Amazing, uh, too amazing. Yeah, more amazing. Yeah. 
Uh, so or, I was going to ask you, but then you interrupted me. Are we going to actually do the Marvel ones? Like, yeah, the, we are because I want to see. Ones? I want to see what goes on with this crazy guy and this whole. You seen him with the jumping and the swinging? I sure did. Uh, well, I found it very entertaining. Yeah, and I'd like to see where the character goes over the. Course I know of that the was franchise. weird because this is also a Marvel movie, but I yeah. guess what I mean is the MCU. This is not a part of the MCU. Can you imagine if our grandfathers were alive and we said, "Crampy, remember the freaking the little books." Small, huh? Grampy, huh? Gr- no, over huh? here, over huh? here. Yeah, yeah. Huh? remember the little books, huh? little funny books, oh, with all those numbers in it. No, not, no, not. That's the phone book, Gramps. Oh yeah, you fucking. Uh, oh, you make me want. Oh, no, no, the little, the color, the picture books with the little guys. They wear the suits and they fight the bad guys, superheroes. Remember the little books? Who are you? Uh, it's me, Grampy. <laughs> Grampy. Grampy? That was a long snore, Grampy. He's still going. That's the fucking longevity to this fucking snore. Ah, he's dead. That's hard work being Grampy. Um, we, we were talking about how this movie would be better if uh, it had more stuff in it where they're like, oh, uh, so there's a freaking... I mean, there was a little of that. No, no, no. But, okay, but the, the, yeah, version yeah, yeah. Of, the version of like the, so that's happening, like to have J.J. James go, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Otto Octavius becomes a Dr. Octopus. Crazy. <laughs> it's insane. What's your... So I know you, you sort of have this conception of modern movies like J.J. Abrams. What's your... Like, if you were to give me an example of this scene that actually happened... What's your like go to um, like textbook version of that? Because I'm not quite sure I understand. I think it's when Joss Whedon swept in and wrote the Avengers, is where you start to get a little bit more of the like. Okay, so the banter, the Joss banter, the the, the, the MCU's like commitment to being self aware, taken to the nth degree of like because like you know I was on Twitter. You ever heard of this thing, Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're this guy, Elon Musk. Have Sorry, you heard I just this got guy? grandpa snot down my throat. Still, yeah, it's a long snore. It was a really long snore. I think when people that's... think back to this podcast, they'll probably remember the snore. Yeah, I mean that's yoga for you. Is it? I'm sorry. What is the yoga relationship here? Did oh, you just so you snore can, good. You can snore good. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, that's the highest. We used to do yoga together, and Lori, our Australian instructor, never once mentioned shit it's, about us snoring that's, better. That's high level. Oh, it's like. It's just a breathing technique. Long, big, long snore. They big, call long it. Snore. Yeah, that's the asana they call it. Big long. It creates snore. a vibration that actually. Right. You can is feel it. Good for you and for your neighbors. Yeah. Like they they know it. They know it. They respect it, and that's what's important. Noms. Namast. N- n- Noms. No. Yeah, that's it. Yeah talking about spider-man they're talking sorry. about um, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i think like deadpool like two though that's not even but that's not joss that's not joss but, but i see what you're saying. saying in general but no like, that's a, that's, the, that's the bit i don't think you can use that as an example because that is the bit oh no we're talking about twitter no no, no. so elon musk was pretending <laughs> okay. that he hasn't had sex you know like there was some article where it was like elon musk begs for forgiveness from rich guy because he fucked his rich guy's wife and then he's then elon musk is like that's crazy i haven't even had sex in forever oh my god and like just like playing this like i'm just a sexless nerd like you guys which is like basically how marvel has made its money being like we're just sexless nerds like you guys just like this is freaking awkward sauce you know what i mean and this movie these movies are horny and weird and that's why i like them and it's like boston's almost like a character in the movie that's true boss i agree with that i don't agree this movie isn't horny 
I don't. It's I want it to be way horny. Horny. He can't shoot Webb because the love of his life is dating. An yeah, astronaut. but that's not horny. But it's about sexual frustration. It is about sexual. I agree with you there. He realizes that the core of his whole thing is making it back to MJ. He can shoot Webb again. Right. Come on, man. But that's not horny. Who am I? Who am I? Come on, man. Fuck. I can't do Biden anymore at all. Because he's a uh, corn he, pop. I don't even know what he sounds like. Anymore. Come on, man. Old guy. Old guy. Oh, I white. Wait. That's important. Grandfather. I I don't I think this movie is about sexual fr- I mean not about but it certainly vibes sexual frustration but that's sort of the opposite of horniness I don't think anyone's really what moving. do you mean no one's moving with a horn dog except for maybe Doc Ock but but what I would say is so Doc lovely is... about these movies that it captures like a very stunted angry adolescent kind of horny that like Tobey Maguire plays really well by being like like a fucking like a uh, boiling over pot of weird adolescent and young adult feelings. Yeah. So it's a little bit less on the nose. Like the first one's hornier, but in this one, Mary Jane tries to recreate the kiss with her boring, bad haircut. Astronaut yes. The fiance. worst haircut. I've seen some bad haircuts. Yes. I called it George Stephanopoulos. I said that 10 times fast. No, Diet George Stephanopoulos. But you, you made a good point that the, the part, it's not a center part. It's not a side part. It's in like, it's halfway between both. And it just looks awful and you think that was a purposeful like he's not a cool character uh no he's not well he is an astronaut so i feel like that he is inherently cool yeah i'm gonna push back on that it's cool to be an astronaut (laughs) right but that's what i'm saying is they just like he's not actually a cool person he just i mean he's the son of the the town bully what is it with mary jane and inaccessible men you know what i mean she's like Mm -hmm. like he's an astronaut he's gonna be busy oh i see you know what i mean He's Spider-Man. Well, yeah. I, I have an idea. He's got to protect Boston from guys like freaking Otto Octavius. I have an idea. What is it? Uh, it was written by a man. Directed no. by a man. What? Um, you know, what? so it's just like about, it's like what men think are Samantha cool Ramey is a man? This changes everything. It does. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's really just, um, you know, we were sort of joking about the Bechdel test, but this movie isn't very, it's like... Well, it's, listeners to the Patreon, and again, if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, congrats, you're an American. Yeah, and you can also go fuck yourself. But we found out that on the com that Wolf of Wall Street passes all three of the requirements. Mazel top of the Wolf of Wall Street, you are a uh, woke feminist film. However, tragically, Spider-Man 2... Point one. Uh, one out of three. That ain't it, babe. No, and there there is debate on the Bechdel test website about this. Um, but uh, who's on this website? Is it like probably is there, is the there... great question? <laughs> probably the coolest people in Wait, the world. Is the debate like a one editor being like, "Oh, I found more shit," or is there yeah, a comment? The, the, section? the debate is like, well, okay. there's like admin, there's admins, and there's like. Wait, what were you gonna say? There are admins. Admins. Yes, I'm an admin. I'm an admin. Admin. Oh yeah, we yeah, should have a website. We, we have a should. website. We, you ever thought about the web? No. Worldwide, I was just thinking baby. about pew pew web. Pew pew. The thing about internet. What? I can't wait for this. <laughs> what? Tell me. What's this thing? You know, it's cooler than. No. <laughs> tell me. Please. I don't know if I want to tell you. Oh, you tease. About the internet. You web tease. Uh, internet rules because I Googled what's up with Tommy McGuire's face scar. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, you've seen this fucking face scar? No explanation that I could find. I didn't look that hard, though. Wait. <laughs> that's... No, everyone... Someone must know. I, I mean, I would assume Toby knows. Yes. Toby Mag's rules... And I love it. I just, like... You think about... Hot Chris Pratt is such a problem for me for so many reasons. Because, like... 
I'm not a big I've never been a big Parks and Rex guy, but like it very clearly tapers off in quality even more dramatically when Chris Pratt is no longer a, a junkster. And the idea that like like Toby Maguire is not hot. He's like vulnerable and milky. He's like non-threatening. Like part of what makes the movie's romance so funny is that like everyone's extremely non-threatening white people. Yeah. Though I imagine to other people, there's little more threatening than Mm -hmm. mediocre white people. But putting that aside for a minute, like he's not, there's no effort to make Tobey Maguire hot. No, I mean, he's got a good haircut, this movie. It's not a good haircut. It's just better than that one guy's haircut. It's a bit pretty bad haircut. You're right. It's okay. He's got a good haircut. J. Jonah Jameson. Wait, what? (laughs) Who? J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, You really not fucking. I don't know. I just call him J.K. Simmons. It's. I think it's Rowling. Am I getting that wrong? Yes. Who we we went over this at? last episode. I don't know. I've been. You've been tweeting at J.K. Rowling. You're so good in Spider-Man Two, J.K. I can't believe you got an Oscar for Wait, Whiplash and not Spider-Man Two. We should do this. It's a good bit. We should do this to yeah. J.K. Uh, and then it, it must hurt that your name is J.K. Because then someone's just like J.K. Yeah, I know. That's the classic out. And you're just left fucking punching drywall. You have nothing else to do but just like fucking sink your fist into drywall. This is a good little brief insight into J.K. Rowling's life. Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons, it's a little hard to imagine. The kid, the little boy who Spider-Man talks to about eating green vegetables who doubts his mother's advice is a contender for MVP. (laughs) But I think I got to give it to J.K. Simmons. You already had MVP time. I mean... That's just the performance that's so magnetic in this movie. It's so fucking good. He's like, you like the first movie? I'm doing it a million times more. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 th- I don't remember what happened last episode. Um, I don't remember if I gave it to him, but he was in the running last episode, and I think he's only gotten better. Can we check the wiki? Do the fans, do they still keep the wiki up? Yeah, I just don't like to. I like yeah. to. I don't like to really get involved. We don't have a Wikipedia. We don't. I was joking, but then... Uh, I was joking, too. Right, but now you it's threw, sad. You threw me the ball, and I ran with it into the pit. What game has a pit? You know, when I came to sit in this couch, speaking of pits, mm-hmm. there, were, there were two masks and a fucking thermometer sitting on my side Yeah, I have COVID again. Oh! I'm sorry. That Did I not make that clear? Your shallow breathing, excessive coughing, fever, and flu-like symptoms during the movie. I thought you were having a, a moment with cinema. Yeah, and my blo- I'm bleeding out of my eyes this yeah. time. Yeah, I, I well, I know you get stigmata, so I just thought that was part of that. Yeah, whole and thing. eczema, and eczema. Yeah, do you think Jesus had eczema? I hope so. God, I'm already relating for his like riders on the green line, riders on the storm. Wouldn't it be ironic if he could take away the leprosy from a leper, but not the eczema from the Jesus? Well, I think that's how he does it. He sort of just absorbs it. Okay, so the eczema is like he's like suck up the leprosy, right? But because he's a badass, like a skin condition. Because he's a badass, his uh, a weak man's leprosy turns into Jesus's eczema. I think I'm getting that right. I remember once seeing like a shirt where it's like it was like an incredibly shredded Jesus, and it said something like "No pain, no gain" on it or something. Amazing. I was thinking, was it about, on that Kale Chips website? <laughs> uh, KaleSafe.com yeah. again. If you're not following the Patreon, you're missing out. We visited kalesafe.com, learned yeah. all about the latest in right-wing t-shirts about how the the, the monkeypox, the disease no, I'm you... worried about, is freaking donkeypox, freaking Democrats. Okay, so that was a, a brief tease, but you can't have any more unless you subscribe. Yeah, it's good. Hey, it's five bucks. What are you going to spend it on, idiot? That's a good point. Yeah, what the fuck are you going to do with that money? So I, uh, this movie for me, I think if I'm going to come out strongly with an opinion... 
10 minutes too long there's a period from we watched because of your fucking mistake we watched the movie that was eight oh, minutes too long oh my god so this is literally your fault you just got mad at yourself Shit. there no but i'm uh, there's this the scene i mean i don't know what was added what was taken out but i found the moments between there's there's a moment there's a there's a 40 minute sequence where doc ock is like nowhere to be found and I think this movie could have been really tightened up, had a much more like a strong, continual presence of the Doc, rather than having him be really cool and really fun for a long time, and then just suddenly like I'm like, "Where's Doc? I need my Doc back." And then he comes back, and the movie fucking rips again. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Um, maybe a listener stick to 2.0. Well, maybe we don't know. Tighter. Maybe they took out more Doc shit. Like I'm saying, the scene no. where he, the scene where he like helps his fucking dumbass aunt move, that shit sucked. I was so bored. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get that he needs to figure out whether he wants to be Spider Man or not. She takes it really well that he was partially <laughs> involved for- in the murder of her husband. And oh, wait, is she getting foreclosed on? Like, what's the implication? Well, they never resolve- there? Do they resolve that? No. Mary- yeah, she's just out in the street. <laughs> yeah, she's just <laughs> on the street. <laughs> it's it's a it's a movie that I found a little bit. Just, I like that he, like, it's very hard for me to sit through a superhero movie where the superhero isn't a superhero anymore because the whole reason why I'm watching the superhero movie is because it's about a superhero. I liked it in The Dark Knight Rises when he freaking (laughs) hang out in the pit. See, this is a great example of a bad movie where it's like, do I want my powers? Where here it's like, it's about his sexual frustration at check. Plus, I like that. And it's a movie about someone who's really grappling with the implications of just like what it means to be a superhero. Cause he doesn't really want to, he's a kid. And then there's this like five minute sequence where they like fucking literalize his internal grapple where he's like, Oh, okay. I can be a hero again. I found it boring and over. It's like, it was just like a, a overstuffed Turkey from the first one. At one point in the movie, you were talking about how much better it was in the first one. It is better. That's uh, what I'm saying. But that's, I got to a point in oh, this yeah. one where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this is just like, I guess Shit. To, to me, this is just another Fiverr and Letterbox. Another so like, Letterbox Fiverr for well, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's just I have nothing to really complain about. Yeah, like we watched the slightly longer version. Maybe that eight minutes was unnecessary, but like the swagger of every decision is so incredible. And you were talking about how. Raimi is so unfettered in this because there's mm. that fucking shit where he's changing in the janitor's closet and leaves to go deliver the pizzas so to Bones herself, Emily de Chanel. Bones from Star Trek? No. Bones from... Damn it, Charles. I'm Bones from Bones, not Bones from Star Trek. Oh, Bones from Bones. Bones from Bones, Emily de Chanel, sister of... Zoe Dachanel? That's the one. 500 Days of Summer, a.k.a. Uh, the movie poster you most look like you walked out of, Charles. <laughs> this is <laughs> fucked up. Fucked up. Everyone's posting. This is so I didn't come on this fucking show walls. to walls. You got fucking, fucking shredded, roasted, you little bitch. I don't like this. Yeah, well, that's the bed you've made, my friend. The bed you've made. Yeah. Where was I? And as Peter leaves the closet filled <laughs> with uh, fucking every single mop and broom known to man, there's like a solid. I don't want to it's be a too minute. hyperbolic. It's, it's a I think a solid minute of just the bit being he can't get all the brooms to go back in the closet. Yeah. And it's the kind of fucking absolute dick swinging shit from a director who's like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And I'm going to have this bit just go on a little longer than anyone else would. Yeah. So I wanted to just say I came in negatively so that we could spend the rest of the episode talking about how good this movie is because 
other than that like 20 minutes of like ugh, this movie fucking rules this is a great movie it's better than certainly most of phase four probably all of phase four and it like feels like the best of the mcu what was it five years before the mcu even started it well, fucking, it's funny that you so mentioned good. that because like i find the you were talking about in last episode about how looted out everybody seems. And, yeah. and I was talking about how much I love the melodrama and I love this idea that like Sam Raimi's imagining the kind of fucking black and white picture he'd watch on the floor as a kid. And the emotional veracity in these movies does land so much deeper than almost anything in the MCU. Yeah. We're like, maybe because there's so much hand holding and like a really classic filmmaking style about like, oh, Peter, maybe you helped Ben die a slow, painful death because he was gut shot and then beaten to death by a horde of Mongolians. But I do love you, and and I understand, and I'm proud of you. And, like, that shit does kind of land in these movies because things are so, like, weighted and, and being dealt with with such seriousness, and there isn't, like, any winky bullshit or whatever. Right. Like, so it's, it's, I don't know. You know, I think, so, I think when the MC the MCU started and like especially I really liked the Thor movies but they're pretty goofy and I I liked there was the Joss effect where for a few years it was all pretty goofy but I think when the MCU is really good it hits like this movie hits where it is like about a lot of father shit and like Guardians of the Galaxy I think hits really well I think Thor Ragnarok hits really well and this is like this covers a lot of ground for all three of the main characters and does it in a way that certainly the newer MCU movies have just like totally thrown away. You know what's the problem with Thor Ragnarok? I remember like the first third and the end, and I remember like nothing in the middle. <laughs> like I think it's like we get up through the Jeff Goldblum stuff, and I'm like having a blast. Then like all the plot happens, and I'm like I'm, I kind of forget the details. Yeah, to me it, it it's a it's a the MCU. I don't know. It, it's for a movie about like home. I don't know. I think it's a really cool movie that makes this character feel like so connected to a place and then have to give it up. That's uh interesting. Interesting idea. You done crying, baby? You want to get back to the episode? Oh, I love Thor so much. Shut up. Asgard's weird. How many people are on Asgard ultimately? Like 12? Dude, you can't. It's weird. That can't be your complaint because you you've <laughs> let that slide for so many other movies. You get. I, I mean, it's different in Last Jedi because it's can you imagine if they'd actually had the cojones to make uh, Ryan Johnson's ninth movie? Ugh. Where like 12 people with like a fucking wrench and a pickup truck fucking take on Kylo Ren? That'd be so yeah. That'd be so sick. That would have been awesome. God. I wonder oh, if no, that's no, like the no, ultimate the, reaping the... sewing thing. Everyone being like, The Last Jedi is the. There's no way there's a worse Star Wars movie. And JJ's like, Hold my beer. And make something that objectively no one. I mean, I still technically agree that it is the worst Star Wars movie because wait, hear me out. I because it is the worst at being what all other eight Star Wars movies did. That's such a bespoke argument. No, I'm saying from the from people that like Star Wars, it's not good because it really just takes a big piss on what everyone likes about Star Wars. Just like freaking Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, we talk about it in the Patreon. Stop teasing them. We've got to. We're not aggressively marketing enough. We're not. Always be selling. So, yeah. So, the the Last Jedi is the worst one because it doesn't stick. It makes Luke out to be a little baby. It makes everyone out to be... It made fun of Jedi right. stuff. A real thing that really matters. You get it. You get it. That's who I was talking about. 
So, freaking Spider-Man two, two thousand four. Uh, let's let's tell let's get into it for the listeners. Yeah, they want that. Um, I'm fourteen. Wait, no, you're not. In two thousand four, I am. Oh. No, now I'm thirty two. I already tense? did it, and uh, I already revealed that earlier. Oh, my fucking phone! My power is just dying right now. You need a plug? I do need a plug, but we're doing the show, and and we got twenty nine minutes to go. So I feel like I'll oh, just hell yeah. I'll just uh, I'll just sort of like roll with it. Like the Oasis song, you gotta roll in Did you it. find out what song that was in Spider-Man? No, I couldn't figure it out. The the the, the official soundtrack is terrible. It's like a train jet. It. Spider-Man soundtrack one whip ass because it's got the strokes on it. And mm-hmm. Animal Ant Farm. No, Animal is it Alien Ant Farm, not Animal Ant Farm. I got confused because of the Orwell guy. Oh, the book. Yeah, we are living in an Orwellian time. I've I've been it. saying this. No, really? For how long? I don't know. Since I reread uh, 1984 on Twitter last week, I've been saying it since 1985, I guess, because that's when I was born. No, that's that. There's no way that that's true. There's absolutely no way. That's How do you true. know? You didn't meet babies. Me. Don't talk, dude. I did. That's not true. I would have heard about. Ask it. my mom. I can't. Why not? Trick question. You don't have a mom. What? 1984? Bum, bum, bum. Much, dude. My I, mom again, turned into a brother. I didn't finish 1984, but oh. like the first couple pages, I was like, "This is." Dude, the end of 1984 crazy. is sick. It's like 200 pages, and the last um, 120 pages is a guy in a room talking to another guy in a room about the world. That's fucking. It's a fucking badass book, man. That's so sick. They talk a lot. Yeah, I just wanted to live there because it seemed dope. They have all that tech and shit. Yeah, you're a big tech guy. I love tech. Let, so, yeah. Can we rank tech really quick? Oh, yeah. One, my phone. Oh, I thought I you meant Spider-Man 2. Let's, let's rank Spider-Man 2.1 tech. Okay. Uh, well. Let's bring it back to the movies. Not a single smartphone in it. That's true. You just use a fucking payphone. But where were you in life at this point? I'm saying I was 14 when this came out. I was I was so fucking stoked. I was like, this was this was the movie. I mean, this was the big deal. I was uh, 19. You're too cool for school. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in college. Ooh, college boy. Must be nice. Uh, I was barely in college. Mm, I was still living at emotionally. home. Because I was scared. Yeah. Like Peter Parker was. Mm-hmm. I um, told you, that's why I didn't really like the first one. It felt like a fucking memoir. It felt like my memoir. It's, I think memoir. It's French. Oh, sorry. You swallow the R. Okay, now what? Uh, <laughs> uh, brother man, I'm at a loss. <laughs> I didn't expect Well, now I got this fucking R. A little swallow. <laughs> Jesus. God, it's a good show. So yeah, I was 19. Listeners are like, it's good that it's back. They are like because that. they do a good job with it. <laughs> we do a good job. About the movies. Talking about the movies. Josh, these movies aren't going to talk about themselves. I know. It's, They're modest. Sometimes I wonder, is this too good what we do? Is no. it like too, you don't have to are think we that giving way. too much back? No, I think it's even. I'm giving too- it's like a fucking, just a neck lock. I would describe it zero. as a draw. Yeah. We've battled them to a standstill. Yeah, we win some, they win some, yeah. we lose Who's some. They? Just like like the world, society. Wizards, I think. Corporations. You read 1984? Government. Mm-hmm. Bad. They have the big scene. Big eye. brother. Yeah. Watching. Always watching. Make you talk with a rat cage. Sorry, what? He put I- the rat cage on the guy's head and he's like, tell us where your girlfriend is or something. What was the torture with the rat, right? I don't fucking remember, man. I read it once. I remember fucking uh, Brave New World. That okay. one's good. All right, no, that book sucks. No, it's too. bad. It's really bad. But at the end, he kills himself. That's sick. And then it's like it, it just spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, spoiler. 
What? He killed himself. Well, you I did, did it. You fucking did it, man. I'm so proud of well, you. Well, no, I said he killed himself, then I backtracked. And I don't care. I'm proud of you. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm so proud of thank you. you. Let's go get you a cake. Um, yeah, I'd like one participation trophy, please. I'm a millennial. How about a participation cake? That's even. That's sorry. So much I got better. a few extra cakes. I'm just trying to get rid of them. Oh, you can uh, have a cupcake later. You say no. I gotta go, man. I got a fucking meeting to cover. They're this big. I don't want to. I have to eat They're dinner. This big. If I have a sweet thing before dinner, it'll ruin my appetite for dinner. No, people used to say that as a kid. I was like a little punk rocker, and I was like, "Fuck off, cakes, cakes!" But now I'm an adult, and I'm like, "Ooh, my little tummy will feel sour if I have yeah. a sweet thing before I have din din." That's just, that's ironic. Isn't that your your tum tum will feel sour, isn't it? After a having a thing. sweet thing, boy, it make you think. Maybe we should call up that singer and have it retroactively added to that song. If I could call up one singer, it would be Mrs. Macy Gray to talk about a performance in Spider Man on Ooh. World Unity Day. By Oscorp. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. You said I told you, you I interviewed her once. Yeah, you yeah. did. So you, I, you I actually working, could do this. Uh, no. In not, fact, you did do this, and you just I didn't ask neglected. her. Well, I didn't fucking do it, because I would have asked her about fucking Spider-Man, dog, and I didn't. So mm. I didn't fucking do it. I have to live with that. But go ahead. Make fun of me. Make fun of me. Tear me down. You think I can sink any lower? I can't. You're stupid. Fuck you. <laughs> You're fucking dumb. He was at a, at a... I was working for a jazz radio station, and there was an event at the Apollo. Wait, in what town? What little town were you working in? Oh, this little burg? I don't yeah. think you've heard of this. Uh, it looks. It's a little old city. Maybe you've heard of it. New York City. The big one. The it's, big fruit. Uh, Question. Yes, answer. They say no one ever sleep. Or the city. The city never sleep. So mm. what happens when Joe Biden goes to town? Mm, it becomes a city that's sleepy but awake. Does Okay. Sleepy but at work, which is sort of his whole thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. At work but sleepy. Mm. That's why he maybe is the most relatable president, because you're like, man, I fucking hear you. Yeah, we all need a nap at yeah. work. Good. Get real. No, Um. and uh, at the event, there was all kinds of performers. Chad Smith and the Red Chili Peppers. Yeah, I met him. Elvis Costello. Yeah, I met him. Macy Gray. She was very wild. I think she has a complicated history with substance misuse, mm-hmm. but it was one of those like bad TV movie like things where you're in the room with the famous person, but they are not acknowledging you because you don't exist to them. And so you're talking to someone Yikes. like next to them to talk to that. Like it was really surreal. Like oh, she had fuck. handlers who I had to like, like we're sitting in a dressing room pre COVID. Okay. Okay. Pre COVID. All right. Okay. If everyone gets mad at me, pre COVID. No one's getting mad at you anymore, Josh. Yeah, no, no, no one fucking shit. cares. Uh, yeah. It's like two of the last people who own masks. Uh, it's, uh, it's sick. Yeah. Everyone just keeps getting COVID over and over again. And they're like, what is going on? It's over. Yeah. I'm still sad. I got it. Well, I don't know if you follow this, <laughs> but they're sort of, be... they're the, the prudes who run big media are trying yeah. to shame people like me who, who have not officially had COVID because they had an article in the Washington wow. Journal, Wall Street, Washington, one of the newspapers. They're very different. I think. I don't know. One of them writes about money and one of them writes about, um, Trump money, money, money. Democracy dies in darkness, bro. That's what my tramp stamp says. <laughs> And the WAPO. The, the WAPO. WAPO. One of those stupid things, and they're like, oh, you probably had it and just didn't know you had it. And it's like, fuck love- off, dog. Where's the receipts at? I didn't get it once, bitch. There's not a single positive test. Google my shit. Doesn't oh, that's come up true, once. Because that's the whole thing is. I'm pure, untouched. I know. I wish I had pure blood. God's little loved one. Ah, fuck. I feel so ashamed. Dirty. dirty. Sad. Just pathetic. Pathetic. I was going to get to pathetic. Yeah. Out there too. Like, I feel like just, I know I'm already little and don't weigh very much, but I feel like an even smaller shell. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's pretty little. What can I say? I'm not going to argue Tiny. that. Tiny. 
So small. So I let's talk. We only have a few minutes left. Let's let's talk a little bit oh, about, about Spider Man. Yeah, it's Spider Man two point one. What we loved about it because I um I, I came in strongly bad just because I wanted to spend some time about good, but we didn't really we haven't really spent much time um with it. But uh, I uh this movie fucking I would give it a, a a nice solid maybe four and a half out of wow. five. I think this movie is uh electric. I, it's it's one of those movies that you know I was I was nineteen. I wasn't really into these. I was nineteen. What's that? Is that, my, is that a fucking song? Tegan and Sarah, the song nineteen. Okay, you Thanks. just you said the chorus, so I'm not gonna not fucking. Can you sing it again then? I was nineteen, and I didn't really. I, mean, I wasn't really into these kind of movies. I found them to be a little silly. It was fun. I saw them with my friends. We watched it on DVD afterwards, and they they made fun of the way that person sang that song. The nice uh, Asian lady who plunks away at her little plunk, violin. Plunk. Yeah, she Spider-Man goes song. real flat, and we thought that was hilarious. That's a little music. But then nerds. it cuts back to her, and she more beautifully sings. She does. Where are you, Spidey? Honestly, that's sort of um, what this whole movie is about, is maybe you'll make a mistake once and go flat, but next time you're going to do a good job. Wow. Yeah. Is that what it was about? I thought it was about a fucking weird guy who got the suit. Uh, okay. It's doing, a, I, for me, it's about a, a double. It's gesture. about a double incel. We had one incel from the first one, and now, now, um, Mary Jane or whatever the fuck her name is, like it's I can be an Mary inc- Jane Watson. I can be an incel too. She's so like, they, I don't want to marry the handsome, talented astronaut. With the and weird, honestly, good for you, girl. Yeah, never marry. But an no, astronaut. let's. So they we, might get. They might fall in love with an alien. That's we were, my biggest concern. Don't worry about it. We were talking about how Raimi's not only is he back, but he's back bigger than ever. I feel like this feels weirder and crazier in some ways than even the evil dead. Like this, the doctor scene, we have to talk about it. We've got to talk about the ho- it. The hospital scene is maybe the fucking wildest thing that it still has ever existed in a superhero movie. It's never the, my favorite it's so part of the fucking entire good. franchise. No question. Yeah. Just one scene where Sam's like, you know what? You guys like ladies screaming, which is 98% <laughs> of the movie. Let's do a scene where everyone's fucking losing their shit. Cause Doc Ock, there's multiple chainsaws of different sizes, yes. which is fucking awesome. There's- the fucking, the, the audacity of this man to do a push shot close up on a Chrome chainsaw and then cut to someone doing the exact fucking thing, Ash with his triumphant fist in the air yeah. holding the chainsaw. Just like, how emboldened are you as a director if this is where you're at? Where you're like, I'm gonna because again, this is 2004. We're like the the internet file sharing. All of this is nascent. It's still, I would assume, somewhat of a journey at that point still to see Evil Dead that easily or something. And like, yeah, I think this was 2004. I mean, we're we're not quite like I'm not I'm no longer having to buy shit on eBay to watch it. But yeah, we're like still pretty. It's it's still yeah. like relatively you know in the underground as opposed to like completely enshrined in every aspect of our totally. film culture. I don't know. That's fucking amazing. Uh yeah, and we we get it all. I mean, the harrowing shot of the surgeon being dragged away with her nails. It's incredible. Fucking like crazy dog. And I think this is why I don't really like um the first one all that much is because there's not the Raimi vibe is so weak. I feel like, I mean, he's sort of there. Why do you do this? This You can just enjoy something without taking away from the other thing. Like you, I'm just, it's just you're finding ways to retroactively dislike no, that movie. I'm just saying this is, it was refreshing to watch a Raimi movie. He certainly is in his boots and so sorry to get so negative. I'm sorry. Well, you don't, it doesn't need to be negative. They're just different. And when you go, 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 
Yeah, I, oh, I just I say it's, it's cool to see, like, end. the pushing, the screaming, end. the fucking horror element. When freaking Doc Ock is approaching the cafe and we get the push shot with every vibration of his freaking tentacle. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I really love this movie. I think this is, uh, it's, uh, Toby's perfect, everyone's perfect, again. I think there's the perfect amount of James Franco. I love him, but... I don't know that I needed more of the like Spider-Man. We got to be friends, but I mean Peter Parker. We got to be friends, but oh, I hate that Spider-Man. I like, love, it's perfect. It's so good in this movie. Like, it's just the right, just the right yeah. amount. Because again, like it, it's it's it ta- it just has that pulpy, wonderful comic book melodrama, and it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't exactly. have to be self-referential or self-reflective. I think it's that's the reason pure. why the scene with the 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 boy mover is a little because it does touches too much it's too obvious about like when the all kid's right. like where'd spider-man go <laughs> Whoa, peter crime's up 75 percent peter it sort of sounds like we're doing like I a young feel... lois griffin <laughs> i'm lois griffin peter. i feel scared to be alive god peter. that family that peter griffin peter? you know he gets into <laughs> wow he gets into all kinds of scrapes that guy mm-hmm. living in uh uh quay quahog Cool, cool. You know, in Rhode Island, uh, he and that whole family, honestly, from the the baby to the dog, to uh, you're on your phone, so it doesn't. Really, I can just go through. The no, whole I'm cast. listening to you. you know, the whole cast of Family Guy. Hey, man, I'm doing There's some the research. Old man down the street. There's the old man down the street who always wants to uh, do sex with Chris. Um, there's uh, what's his name? Quibbins, Quabbins, Quiffle. Shut up. No, no. What's his name? Quiggins, Quig- Quigley, Quilog. It's not Quilog. Quarkwafle. I can't remember his fucking name. Quaffle. Quirk. There's Cleveland. There's Joe. Who's there's, Joe? Oh, yeah. He's in the like, wheelchair. Yeah, 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 like there's, that. And that's Patrick Warburton. So, yep. you know, good for him. Get paid, Pat. Uh, Our listeners are having a great time sitting no, no, silently while we... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Quagmire. Quagmire. We did it. Yes. This is a really oh, good episode so of the show. Good. Holy so shit! I was just Quagmire. looking up. I was looking up. Oh, it goes giggity giggity giggity. That's right, and he fucks people. Peter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just looking up what Sam Raimi had been up to in the late nineties. <laughs> this reminds me of the time me and Spider Man got into a web shooting contest. That's funny. You'd be really good writing for them. You think so? You should kill Scott. Uh, I don't want to kill Scott Ackerman. No, who's the writer? That would be Mr. Seth MacFarlane. Seth. Put some respect on that name. He built an empire. That's right. I speak of the Orville. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone on some podcast. Hey, man, sometimes you got to do a family guy to get to do an Orville. That's true. You put in your years of family guy and they let you do an Orville. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic American. I heard someone defending the Orville punch. as a better Star Trek than the other. <laughs> contemporary star treks and i can't i haven't here's my claim to shame listeners turn off the podcast right now i have not watched any of the contemporary star Wars star trek sorry don't be mad at me different we, um, we watched one episode of the new picard one picard yeah that's the one. Ah, yes it was bad okay it was like um quantum like early fucking sci-fi where i don't know it just was boring as shit man wow well yeah. you hate to hear it do you Card bad. You heard it I'm here. Mad at things. I only watched one episode. This Charles one. says I'm it's bad. I trust him. I trust my friend. My Thank phone you. Is so That's close nice. Um, I was just looking up what Raimi had been up to before Spider-Man because I, you know, I, I, I followed him up through his Army of Darkness shit, Quick and the Dead, and then I missed. I have not seen a simple plan for the love of the game or the gift. Have you seen any of these? I saw uh, 
the a simple plan a long time ago and it was mm-hmm. one, i think it was one of the first times as a young person where i was like this is sam raimi this isn't anything like sam so raimi. that's what i'm wondering like and, and again i'm not bringing this up to dunk on the first one but i'm wondering if raimi had gone through like this toning shit down in the late 90s and then suddenly spider-man 2 is like you know what this is a perfect vehicle for me to come back strong and do like all if, my crazy if we did shit any again. research we could answer all these questions i know but i like that on our show yes we have this like childlike wonder in our little dumb beady so eyes nice. or stupid sweaty little shitty beady eyes yeah we're just like i don't know maybe <laughs> it sounds good why do people listen who, Josh, who would do this? Josh, you know, we were talking religion earlier. Oh, God, don't get us started. Sometimes Charles and I will, will go late into the night with some of uh, Hemingway's Lemonade. And this is what I'm talking whiskey, about. And we'll just talk about God. Which is which is better? To have faith in a God? <laughs> have theological discussions about those things we, which we will never know? Dead, dead. What happened? Or to watch for the love of the game. The and, love of the game. And watch the gift the and gift. know exactly. No, it's the ineffable quality of not them. No, to not knowing yes, it. Yes, the ineffable didn't quality. Didn't watch it, didn't Google it, didn't know. I just mm. found out about the gift, never even heard about yeah, it. I think it's pronounced the GIF. Oh, he's doing GIF movies. It's the GIF. Oh, you're right. It's only. Eight seconds. That's a long GIF. No, that's a good GIF. Eight seconds? What are you talking about? Bring a about? book. Dude, the GIF bring show. Bring a fucking book. Don't bring a book to the GIF show. That's rude Endless. to the GIFers. GIF, GIFs don't got feelings. To the GIFers. GIFies. I'm a GIFE because I've experienced, I've been the other end of the Right, GIF. I'm saying, and then you're being rude to the GIFers by bringing a book to the GIF show. Ken Giffy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he dead? <laughs> You better be dead. No, he's not dead. You, you what? What? He's I'm saying for, for you to disrespect. Come on, Ken you Jiffy disrespect Jr., Ken Jiffy Jiffy Junior. Come on, man. <laughs> is, you know, I take it back. I know we will listen because if they listen to the first 48 minutes, they'll get to the Ken Giffy Junior joke, which was a good joke and It'll, had a lot of context, a strong basis of support. No, I think everyone was just like, "Holy shit, he did it! He made the next Batman!" And everyone was like, "Go crazy, man!" Spider Man. Yeah, and I'm, as I'm saying, because like the Batman overturned that paradigm in the mm-hmm. '90s, and then yeah. Spider-Man complete. You know, look, I don't know if listeners get this, but Peter Parker's a fucking piece of shit. Everyone fucking hates him. Right? Yeah. He's not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's like, oh, I, no, it's I party too hard. I fucking rule too. I'm too cool. The montage where he becomes not Spider-Man is like he's still treated like shit, but it's like, ah, this makes sense again. This no, is our, this is our shitty boy. The girl right. They're like, oh, this is the shitty boy. It's we shitty can, boy. yeah, it's shitty boy. Shitty boy back. Yeah. He good at homework again. So I think I didn't really finish my thought from earlier, but this, unlike Dark Knight Rises, which makes the guy losing his superpowers so fucking exhausting and annoying. This is like, I want him to get his powers back, but I'm also like really relishing living in the space where he doesn't need him anymore and he doesn't want them. I think it really does that two sides of the same coin thing really well. And the ending is very weird. It ends with just a shot of Kirsten Dunst in a wedding dress, like looking sad. But that that, after he leaves, and it's like that's cool. That's like wow, what a fucking weird ass ending to this giant movie. The beauty of the whole Raimi perception of like this fucking dipshit is a superhero is that he'll never have it all. And the entire thing is like, he cannot have it all. Can he Just have a father? Like you, no. Can he have an uncle? No. Uh, no, he had, can they he have gave a, him one. Can he, he have fucking, a fake dad? That one went to shit. No. Can he have a fake uncle? Yeah, he impaled fake dad. Who's think, fake uncle? I think uh, Doc Ock's oh, yeah. fake uncle. Well, he didn't, to his credit, he let his fake uncle <laughs> commit suicide as opposed to By dragging the son. impaling and or gut shot 
uh, death of his other Ersatz father figures. Yeah, he he dragged the son into the Charles River. You know, I will say they're on a real Paddington thing here, where like you're like, there's no way it gets better than fucking Willem Dafoe is the bad guy. Then like it does get better. Alfred Molina's the bad guy. I'm gonna counter that and say I think. I think Alfred Molina works so well in this movie because Sam Raimi's working so well. I think uh, Willem just feels like so intense surrounded by the lewd energy, which I've talked about a lot. And whereas this one, Molina feels right at home. And I think he's really shines because the movie's like letting him have that space. Yeah, it is for a movie this ridiculous and literally cartoonish. It's nuts how lived in everything feels. Yeah. This and like fucking, you mentioned earlier, like the bank robbery scene where like, they're trying to get their loan extended or whatever you do with a loan. I don't really know. And he's robbing the bank at the same time. And it's like, it doesn't, it's that's, that makes more sense than what actually, I guess would have happened in real life, which is like, we're not in real life. We're in this fucking colorful, vibrant superhero movie where that's well, you wonder that's, like from his experience in the low budget world, how often he's like, you know, I'm obsessed with Occam's razor. I've been saying this nonstop lately, but I'm like the simplest way to do it. Almost always the best. And I love that Sam Raimi is like, how do they run into each other? They're both at the same bank. Next. Like, right. we don't need some we fucking don't. shit. Also, the pace of the movie, and I agree, the middle is a little softer than maybe some would like. I personally don't mind it because I like all the melodrama and cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, the pace of the finale is wild. So good. It just fucking takes off and builds to that iconic train shit, which is, again, like, uh, at the time was certainly, like, the talk of the town. And it's one of the most iconic sequences in the superhero film genre. Yeah, I think if you're comparing it to, like, say, the end of any of the phase three or phase four of the mcu it's just this is so tight it's still about the two characters fighting i feel like the cgi of like i think like black panther is maybe the worst example of how the mcu deals with conflict it's just like a sort of and like the eternals it's just like this messy cgi thing where the main characters just become lost in the sea of slickness where here it's like still gritty, like his suit's getting torn up. You're feeling the fight. It's still just between these two characters. And it has something to tell about the characters. It's not just like an excuse for shit to happen while we wait for this movie to wrap up. Yeah, for for such a blown out, ridiculous movie, like the personal stakes never go away. And we understand everybody's motivation. And it's just beautifully realized. And this, the casting from top to bottom is so good. Joel McHale showing up to be the shitty bank loan guy. You know, again, the great uh, Pittsfield born uh, Elizabeth Banks playing uh, J. Jonah Jameson's secretary. The aforementioned Bones playing another secretary. And we forgot to talk about in the first movie. Oh, no, I guess we did it a little bit. But fucking Chin Man is mwah. which one's chin man oh come on chin man my name is chin man. i got a change oh bruce campbell yeah you fucking ding-a-ling-a-ding i just call him chin man oh as obnoxious uh usher he's fucking amazing it he just shows scene... up and it's the classic like they pinch hit a guy who just fucking jacks a homer instantly. you know it's coming too yeah. and you're like oh this is gonna be the scene i know it's, I'm, it's fine i've seen this a couple times whatever and it's just it's it's oh. it's beautiful he's oh. so fucking good He's perfect. He's doing all this great hand stuff that right. only works. Him, James, everyone's doing great fucking hand stuff. You know who else? J.J.R. Jameson does the best hand stuff of all time. I think Trump learned how to do hand stuff from yeah. this movie. We were watching the legitimately <laughs> hilarious uh, January 7th speech outtakes, and, and Trump's just doing all these little hand Weird things. Weird hand Not shit. even like for the big speech. He's just, just in his free time doing little hand things, it's, which is great. It's so wonderful. Okay, um, we're almost out of the episode, and I want to yeah, go. Yeah, let's do, um, let's do some, uh, some MVPs. MVPs, J.J.R. Jameson. You're doing Jameson. He's 
it, he's transcendent in this movie, pretending to be Spider-Man, pinning up the fucking suit to the wall. He looks so good. He just is incredible. Yeah. Fuck a whiplash. All I need is in Spider-Man 2. I'm going to be strangely boring, and I do think that Toby deserves it for Hell this yeah. one. Hell yeah. I think he's fucking, he's nailing it. He's got a story to tell and he's just, he's in it. I really, well, everything that I didn't like about him in the first one, he tightened it up. Like he's not doing, he does some sort of like pausing, but for the most part, he's much more articulate. And I feel like it really helps me understand his character. So I I understood him better when his boss, Asif Mandif yelled at him for delivering pizzas bad. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. I gotta ask you the question, Charles. Are you asking at this point when will it end? We've really enjoyed these two movies. We've the big spoiler, the big dangling thing is ooh, not a spoiler. Ignore me. Move past it, everyone, and we're past it. Is freaking is goddamn James Franco gonna do a Willem Dafoe like his daddy did in the Mirror? Mm-hmm. And we don't know. Is is MJ and Spider Man gonna ever have a normal time? Kid? Oh, are they gonna have sex finally? No, we don't know. So there's a lot. He's on the still table. virgin. For it does, we talked about it during the movie. It does, for all intents and purposes, seem like uh, Peter is is virginal. In yeah, this film. actually, I've never read the comics. Does he age? Is he like a Seinfeld where he just sort of like he's stays, Seinfeld? No, he's just Seinfeld. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, That's why it takes place in Boston. What's the deal with the vulture? Get a get a toupee. <laughs> I'm not good at Seinfeld. I didn't fucking ask for your approval. Um, so, but he doesn't really. He's always stays the same age in the comic. Th- that's such a complicated. You're asking me about the 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 fucking. It's going on for like 60 years, dog. Google it. There's a million different versions of this shit. Fine. I was just trying to start Fuck a conversation. You. With, Are you asking oh when will it end? Uh, no. Even though I know that the next one's maybe it's going to be good. <gasps> you know, I maybe don't, it's going to be good. I would say everyone from Sam Raimi on down. Maybe it's gonna says be this good. movie is deeply flawed. Yeah, it killed the. He had. Four and five, all set to go. He did. And um, this it, movie... It seems like aggressive studio meddling, from my understanding. We'll Mainly, like, again, it, the pace of these movies is so relaxing compared to the MCU, where there's always some fucking thing to tie in and always some connection to make and always the next... Like, in, in these movies, there's essentially pretty stable storylines. Yeah. The third one fucking shits all over that and is a absolute Ugh. mess but i'm not asking are you asking i'm not asking are you kidding me these yeah. are two great movies i mean like as much as i wanted to come in here and have some sort of a reverent take on a classic these are again as a 32 year old these came out when i was 12 and 14 and were just the biggest fucking movies yeah, ever giants. and were so cool and uh they're wonderful and yeah. i love them and i'm not asking when will it end wonderful um charles we can give you the last word a lot of pressure. I didn't know that I was going to have to. That's do more that. than one word. One. Shut up. I want to be. Yes. This is a pretty good run. I managed to. Uh, Finally, I, I broke through another ascension with uh, the silent guy. What level are you up to? Like eight or something. You know, I, I, I can't I, see you. I know. It's Well, it's not my fault. It's funny, though. That's How about that? Good. Is that better? Yeah. Maybe it was your fault then, after all. I suppose it was. Okay, ready to go? I'm starting yep. the clock on here. 5.51. No, I'm, I'm, I have an actual clock. Okay. And... You're going to make a noise when it's done? I am. Okay, hopefully we'll be done before then.